This time on Kawaii Fi Radio, we really can't stay on topic. I mean, to be fair, Japanese and Korean reality TV shows are far better oh, than Australian ones. Yeah. Like, they're really yeah, entertaining. They hit different, yeah. You know? Seriously, what does this even have to do with anime? Gen Z and millennials have a lot on the same page, view wise. I yeah. find, I think that millennials like Gen Z more. Yeah. Then boomers like millennials. Yeah, this is very, oh, yeah. very, very true. <laughs> but we do talk about the Kaguya Sama Love is War film, The First Kiss Never Ends. I promise. It was good. Yeah, it was, it really, was really good. good. <laughs> it was really good. Tetsuo! Ganida! Onita? It's over 9,000! Nani? Configure the language logic interface for Japanese. Kawaii Fi. Kawaii Fi. Kawaii Fi. Konnichiwa and welcome, you tuned in to Kawaii Fire Radio, the podcast we dive in the world of anime and manga. I'm Kyle and with me, I've got two spooky ladies, Emma and Tifa. How are you both doing? Hello. Hello, it's emergency Emma. <laughs> 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 Only comes along when there's nobody else. <laughs> no. Well, it's also that, you know... Out of, the, out of the whole team, we're the only three who are able to go see the film we're talking about yeah. today yeah. because yeah. they've put it on at stupid times. I know. It's not for children. Just, it's not. It's not for children. No, it's not. It's definitely... The, the, the first not, ten minutes. Sorry. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, exactly. When we went, they had booster seats ready on the side there for children and it came in and like the first like five seconds and you're like, that's not for children. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's MA rated. Yeah. 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 I was so like, that's not for like, children. Why are you bringing your kids to this? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's literally another classic case of cinemas not yeah. actually looking at, at the context they're selling. 3.30 in not the day as well. Yeah. Like. So uh, for, for those yeah, who are wondering, we are weird. talking about Kaguya Summer Lovers Wars film, The First Kiss Never Ends. It is M15, just like the series is, and the cinema, as you said, had it on at 3.30, which is the time slot they normally put on the family films mm. once kids have finished school. Yeah. So... No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 3.30 is just a weird slot because most schools um, in WA at least finish at like 3.10. Yeah. yeah uh, sometimes yeah. on t- mm. at 2.30 mm. uh, on like Thursdays or Fridays or something. Yeah. But most schools, like, mm. like high school kids wouldn't even be no. able to make it to that showing. Yeah. And then like the other cinemas that did have it at later showings but only weekdays and not the yeah. like weekend. Yeah. Which yeah. is really weird. Rude. Honestly. Very rude. I mean, just... at, le- at least there was an option to see it on the weekend for one of the cinemas. The other yeah. cinema, Hoyt's, just decided not to run it on the weekend at yeah, all. Yeah, it was like, so weird. You've put it on at the worst possible time for people to see it, and then you're not putting it on at the times where they can see it on the I weekend. Know. What do you expect's going to happen? I don't like. Do you do you want to make money? No, like, clearly just... not. <laughs> it's like, did you guys not see the census? Millennials are the largest generation right now. This is what we want, surprisingly. Wait, yeah, wait. I don't think there's going to be the largest generation now. Yeah, we're the largest. <laughs> you know what that means, right? Because yeah. we stopped being born, it just means the other generation is dying. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because the boomers were the biggest. Yeah, yeah and that's now, true. Like, it's just us. Are like, we going to be the next tiniest, set of boomers? Tiniest, tiniest. Yes, that yes, co- you are. Yes. Well, uh, I mean, yeah. that's how time works. That <laughs> is yeah. how time works. But like, I feel, I feel like millennials, uh, for the most part, are you know pretty forward thinking we're mm. pretty inclusive for the most part mm. you, you, we do still have the troglodytes in there as every generation does mm. yeah but i think like you know as far as like gaps between generations go like mm. centennials and millennials like gen x and millennials tend to have a lot on the same not gen x gen Z and millennials have a lot on the <clears throat> same page view wise i yeah. find i think that millennials 
like Gen Z more yeah. than boomers like millennials. Yeah, this is very, oh, yeah. very, very so, true. <laughs> like millennials will still be blamed for mm. like ruining the fabric softener and marriage like <laughs> <laughs> until like we're 80 years old you know because because nobody wants to do these things but the too good expensive. news will be is that then we'll have all of your generation yeah. people looking after us and going do you want to play xbox today in the yeah. retirement yeah. home we'll be like hell yeah where's mm. where's my uh, adaptive uh, disabled controller the one that you can customize depending on At your functions they have those yeah. though that's pretty good oh the, the, yeah. the xbox one's yeah. phenomenal uh playstation's just released theirs and it's it's uh, nothing. Yeah, Xbox has really good ones. Yeah, yeah, when I'm in the old folks' home, I'll be like, "Did you destroy the patriarchy yet?" <laughs> <laughs> and like Mark, my attendant, will be like, "Yeah, Gam Gam, we did it like thirty years ago." And I'll be like, "No, we don't have any genders anymore, so the patriarchy doesn't exist." <laughs> I'd like to lock in and play some World of Warcraft. I'm sorry, sir, that <laughs> server doesn't exist anymore. It hasn't for forty years. I was there. You <laughs> I was born before the internet. <laughs> I know it's a weird thing to say. I remember we had classes about internet. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh yeah, it was so weird. We had like touch typing <sighs> classes. No, we had touch typing classes yeah. too. Oh, did you? Yeah, nice. we had to defeat the dragon, and you had to touch type to do it. Oh, oh yeah, that, so my yeah, we had like really cool ones. Yeah, my year five teacher would write a sentence on the board. You had to write it. Down, oh, yeah, and then run to the computer room next door, type it out, and then put your head up. Oh, yeah, we, we just <laughs> had a best. we just had a library, and there was like a program for it, and you just had to type it as fast as possible to like mm. beat all the like different bosses on the different levels, so and that's what we did. <laughs> that's we, awesome. We had some games like that on our, yeah. on the Macs mm-hmm. in my school, where one of them was like you. I can't remember. But you're like, it was a maths game. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. um, One of the biggest challenges of it is like, it was like a side scroller Mm. and defeating the enemies was the math challenges. And then you got to this point where before the final battle, you got to fly up a cliff. Um, your character gets like a cape and becomes a hero. Um, And it it was like, it wasn't like a person character. It was like a giant like combination of like Mm. plus minus and X, you know, all all that sort of stuff. (laughs) And you had to, if you got the right answers within the tight time frame, you would move out the way of the bricks that were falling Ah. and rocks and stuff. It was really cool and it had big dramatic music. Yeah, yeah. I find our generation was tricking kids into doing maths (laughs) by like making games about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But then your generation, Tiff, is like getting the games that are already there and making and then applying them to maths so like Minecraft is huge in STEM yeah yeah Yeah, but yeah we had you know games that were like I I can't remember it was like games Dr. Mystery's Manor or something like that and like every room had different things so they're like biology quizzes Ah. um, but they were really they were actually really Ah, compelling games yeah, we've gone way off topic. Um, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, six we're a video game podcast We're now a video game podcast. Who's playing Cult of the Lamb? Who's Me. playing KSP2? Who's playing GTA? Like, you know, yeah. Who is playing GTA? Me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never did story mode on GTA 5 and I started oh. last night and I regret not doing this earlier. I'm having so much fun and because it's on my Series X, mm. it is so beautiful because it just had a next-gen mm. update. Yeah, and as a result, guess who's working from home tomorrow because oh we'll probably be up, be up late playing GTA again. Well, that's not why I'm working from home. Tomorrow. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> happy side effect. No, no, I, uh, it's a happy side effect because um, the family's football team has got into the final mm. um, in the English uh, Cup, so we're, uh, we're watching that at possibly 1am or 6am fun fun please tell me you're watching it in the family room it's, it's in the theater room 
Thank yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be able to hear it. Um, you might be up anyway if we're doing it in the morning. But, right, let's let's get back on topic. Right. So, we're talking about the Kaguya-sama film, which <laughs> is Kaguya-sama Love is War, The First Kiss Never Ends. Now, much like Demon Slayer's Mugen Train, this is a canonical anime film. It brings the next part of the franchise story to life. So, the question is, much like we've discussed with some of the other films we've seen recently, One Piece, Red, Slime, um, does it deserve the big screen treatment? So... We'll get stuck into that in a sec, but if you are new to the podcast, welcome. Um, we have videos on our YouTube channel, uh, socials, and all that stuff as well. But before we get stuck into the movie, let's talk about what we've actually been watching. I have no idea how old I am or where I came from. Daddy! Hey, time! I gotta go! I just... I have to know! Hooray! I did that thing! Oni-chan, nani wo miru? What we're watching... Alrighty, Tifa, you get to start off this because, like, I, I don't know why, but I just get the vibe that your character that you're going to be discussing would not like being left to last. <laughs> well, I mean, she is often left to last, if I'm honest. Like, yeah. poor Retsuko. Yeah. So, right, this is the fifth season of Ogretsuko you've been watching? Yeah, I believe it's the and fifth season. We believe yeah. fifth and possibly final. Possibly final, yes. Okay, how is it being compared to the previous season? It's 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 unhinged. <laughs> it's, it's something else. I mean, so Agretico is already kind of unhinged because she is just a, a normal everyday office worker and um she goes to karaoke after work and screams heavy metal because she <laughs> hates her life. Um yeah. understandably, she's just kind of like I'm working every day. I don't mm. know why I'm here. Why Am I doing this kind of like everybody else is doing this, but this doesn't seem joyful. Where do I find joy in life and all that kind of stuff? It's kind of mm. very um, depressing if you yeah. look at it too closely. Yeah, yeah. Is it still on Netflix? It yeah. is still on Netflix. Um, yeah, that's but, impressive for them to hold all five seasons. Yeah, well, it's, they, they it's, well. yeah, they funded it yeah. as well, and it's it's Sanrio as well, which oh, is really yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, but. The seasons, like the storyline of the seasons have changed throughout. So other than just, you know, the first season being her office life and things like that, later on she kind of starts posting some of these like heavy metal covers she does on nice. YouTube, which is really cute. Mm. And then she ends up joining an idol group. Of course. Um, <laughs> and she's like the heavy metal singer of the idol group, which kind of makes it popular because it's an idol group that's already formed, like an underground scene yeah. type thing. And then she joins it to try and make it a little bit different, I guess. Mm. Not on her own will. She kind of accidentally gets forced into it because she hits someone else's car and he <laughs> is the manager of an idol group and is like, well, I guess if you can't afford it maybe you can work it off somehow and she was just like the accountant for the team and then they found out that she does like heavy metal covers and they were like maybe we should try something yeah anyway Gretziko awesome. later on does get kind of brutal when she gets like kidnapped and someone gets stabbed and what? all this stuff happens <laughs> what this, this is, is not San... this season by the way this is a previous this season this is San Rio. this is like Hello Kitty yes pudding, pudding. Like, <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> okay, we, I definitely need to go back and watch the rest of it. I, I yeah, watched it gets, season one. I guess, no, no, it gets super unhinged. It's like yeah. insane. But there is this one character that has always kind of been with her, along with a few others, mm. but his name is Haida. He has had a crush on her since the very first season. He's been in love with her this mm. entire time. Yep, While she's off of dating unicorns and other things, he, he's just been in love with her, and he's mm -hmm. kind of like a punk rock type of dude as yeah. well. Mm. He's, he's really cool. Anyway... 
spoiler alert at the end of the last season they kind of get together when she takes him to a karaoke place and she can't really talk about her feelings so so she just like decides to scream them at him (laughs) and then he joins in because he also likes heavy metal and rock right because he's just like a cool guy like that and then so this season is kind of about their relationship together because during some things that happened in the office in their work environment because they do work together Mm -hmm he ended up quitting. So now he's unemployed and he has to try and find a job and he ends up getting kicked out of his apartment. So he's like homeless and has to try and find a job and they have to balance their relationship together. Do they move in together? Do they not? Like all that Mm. kind of stuff. And it's, it's a really interesting season. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's very like you question a lot of things while you watch it because there's a lot of things like she Mm. discusses, I think like season two or season three, you know, she's like, I don't really like my job. Like, am Mm. I supposed to like my job? Like, Mm. I don't know. And then she's like, do I need to find someone to marry? So then I like don't have to work, but then I'm not marrying someone because I love them and marrying them out of like, you know, then I kind of owe them something in a weird way. So it's it's, asking a lot of those big, excuse the the, the throwback here, but it's asking a lot of those big millennial questions. The, Mm. The ones which until basically people born in the 80s started asking yeah. these questions about their employment, about yeah. their lifestyle choice. A lot of people didn't really think about it. Like mm. Gen X has kind of started thinking about it as well. But yeah. it's become a lot more part of our cultural mm. norms to talk about what actually sparks joy. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like what and we working actually, in yeah. an office in Japan. To, yeah, <laughs> exactly. What we're supposed to want. Yeah. 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 And then it's like the discussion about like, her parents and what her parents want for her as well. And Mm -hmm. then this season, because it's more about Haida and Retsuko together, Mm. which they changed the theme a little bit. So it includes him now as well, which I really like. Um, We learn more about his family and what his upbringing is compared to Mm. hers as well, because they got to kind of like meet the parents and all that kind of stuff. And it gets really interesting. And then there's, there's a bit of a, twist that changes the season in a weird way but i won't spoil that for those who haven't seen the new season mm. weird in a good way or just strange weird in a, i don't know what is happening kind okay. of way. <laughs> <laughs> the last episode they're gonna like take off their vr goggles yeah, and go maybe yeah. we shouldn't get married <laughs> but it's, it's quite interesting they talk about like internet cafes and how like people mm. you know sleep in internet cafes yeah. when they're like um, oh, yeah, don't really have much of a job nowadays, yeah, yeah yeah and things like that and we also meet a really cool character who plays online games with Haida while he's un- unemployed. Nice. He gets kicked out of his apartment, spoiler alert, because he spent too much money on online games. Oh, no. <laughs> so. Yeah, all right. Well, that's yeah. on Netflix Worldwide. Um, if you've ever wondered what it would be like if uh, Hello Kitty was a metal cover band, mm, this, mm. Is, this is your answer. Um, we've, to, to be honest, because I've been working crazy hours the past fortnight mm. um, and Emma's been the same. You've had a lot of after after work commitments yeah, as well. Yeah, but I have to because we're going overseas yeah. in October. Yeah, fair So yeah. I have to get the hours up. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, but yeah. Get um, that toil, baby. Mm-hmm. Get that toil. Um, so we haven't watched a lot of new stuff, but one thing we did check out was Handyman Saito in Another World. Mm. Now, this is running the season. Um, we've only got six episodes so far, and it's exactly what it says on the cover. It's an isekai series where a guy who worked for a handyman company in Tokyo has been ended up in a fantasy world and you of think course. god that's gonna be terrible like you know he's got no skills no no it turns out because he's he's a handyman he <laughs> can pick locks he can re-upholster yeah, furniture f- and items mm. he can you the know, first episode he yeah. is picking a lock mm. 
and everyone's like, don't trigger the the trap or something. He's like, nah, I won't. It's fine. And, you know, he doesn't. Mm. And then he's also um, like a somewhat blacksmith. So he's mm. like... Because he, he, yeah. he can repair He's a panel beater. Yeah, 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 yeah. So all these skills are really transferable, yeah. <laughs> which True. is really funny. Um, and there's the, they've got the, what's the pixie character? Is she a fairy witch? Something like that. So there's a fairy witch. There's an old wizard who's really old, and he's starting to he's senile, starting to go senile. <laughs> so he forgets his chance halfway through. Uh, yeah. Um, and then there's the girl, a girl who is the knight, who's the party leader. Okay. Um, and and she, she's in love with. I'm, we're pretty sure she's in love with Saito. Yeah. Um, and it's it's really sweet and wholesome, but it's also very episodic. So okay. there is an overarching story, but you know how like in um, Tomo Chan's Not a Girl, you've got those little mm. gaps between the yeah, episode, yeah. and then it's like this is this story. It's mm. the same sort of style, like oh, you know, this okay, is this yeah. story, and then it it encompasses it and the resolution, and then the next one, and you can kind of see. And this is all just in the first episode, so we'll avoid the spoilers for anything further mm. than that. But all in the first episode, the stories are all t- looking at how. He's ended up in this world. He doesn't know what to do with himself. He's trying to decide if it's better than the situation he was in. So you get flashbacks mm. to his work and how underappreciated he was and so on. Um, and how horrible people you know, treated him and why. Mm. Uh, I can't remember. Did it actually show, because it's been a while since we watched that first step, did it actually show how he died? Was it Trukkun? Uh, I don't know. Was it I think, it, I think it might have been Trukkun. Um, but... Um, <laughs> Hi, Liger. He's, he's being a worky. Cat's on the table being a worky ticket. He's been a real fluffball today. Very <laughs> affectionate one. Um, Mooch. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> Handyman Saito, like, it really kind of. It's surprisingly silly. Yeah. Like, it's really, like, it a really wholesome me. silly. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. It's a nice watch. It's, it's warm and it's easy. They find mm. a mimic. He's op- he opens like the the chest ah. and it's a mimic. So then you know they immediately put, pull him out the way and try to keep him safe. And yeah. at the end of the first episode, he actually they they do trigger a trap by accident and he mm. falls and he just expects to get left behind mm. because he's like, look, I what what do I offer them? And yeah. they then they find him and they carry him out and oh, they care sweet. for him. And it's like, yes, yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> oh, and he helps the uh, and th- this is in the trailer, but he, he helps the wizard remember his mm. spell. So he starts Aww. learning and writing them down, Aww. and uh, he'll go. He's about the cast, and he's like, "What was the next line?" So let's say the line was this, that, and the other. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, right, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> Cute. So yeah. it's it's really good. It's really good fun. Um, it's on Crunchyroll. Most things are. Um, actually, yeah, it's an interesting story. You know, mm. it's not one that I've seen a million times before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially with the. <laughs> He doesn't have any magic, so he just remembers the magic for the wizard who actually yeah, has yeah. magic. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Um, so Crunchyroll, worth a watch, especially if you're looking for something which is like low stakes because mm. like not much really happens. Um, well, things do happen and there, there is an overarching story during it, but mm. it's it's much more of a comfy pace like, say, Yuru Camp or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Emma? Um, I, I don't know if I can hear myself in my... Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. Yeah? You are coming yeah, through. Yeah. Yeah, okay, can, that's fine. I can turn it up a little bit more. No, 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 no. No, no. That's good. It's, it, no, it's fine. It's just maybe it's just my headphones are a bit weird. Maybe your headphones. I can always bump that up a little bit and see if that helps. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah, that's, that's, that's actually better. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> uh, no, you see, I thought you were like, oh, don't let, don't let me forget to talk about um, the other Netflix series that we binge watched, um, oh. which is... Um, Physical Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Physical 100, mm. the Korean... Physical Bay. I, I can't believe I'm... I'm 
uttering these words. It's a bit reality of TV show. Yeah, now. Sure. But, I mean, to be fair, Japanese and Korean reality TV shows are far better oh, than Australian ones. Yeah. Like, they're really yeah, entertaining. They hit yeah, you know. So I, I, this is the thing, like. Western, so you- um, Australian, European, and American, and English, obviously, in the European bracket, reality shows have fallen back on the drama aspect mm. of it, whereas Japan and Korea and even China, to some extent, their yeah. reality shows remain in the documentary style. Yeah, that's They're not that's true. trying to force a viewer's view in a certain mm. way. So there yeah. doesn't have to be a, a, a villain and a hero by yeah, the way they yeah. edit it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Physical 100, if you haven't spotted it it's on netflix mm-hmm. um and it's amazing it is a hundred incredible athletes um in from di- lots over- of different fields mm. yeah. so there's like olympic fences gymnasts there's a cheerleader there's and a then car there's, salesman yeah mm. there's just strong men mm. uh, like whose job is a car salesman one of mm. them's like a prison guard kind of thing and then mm. you've got uh, a lot of women there, wrestlers, like wrestlers yeah. CrossFit. uh, crossfitters. There's um, a lot of diversity between the people as well, yeah. which is really interesting yeah, for a Korean so cool um, reality show. How many people? Yeah. They, like different people they brought on. Yeah, exactly. Like that, like uh, the ice climbing guy. Mm. Oh yeah, he Wild. was so mm. cool. Yeah. Yeah, and also the um, they've got like MMA people. They've yeah. got wrestlers, and it, this isn't like um, WWE wrestling. This is actually mm. like Olympic wrestling. Yeah, like yeah. Actual yeah. throwing people around. Yeah. Yeah. Rugby. Rugby, mm, yeah. yeah, and other sports. But yeah, look, so the entire thing is they're trying to find the ultimate physique. Mm. Um, so everyone has a cast of their body. Now, mm. I realise this is an anime, but we feel like this is culturally adjacent. And I, I mm. think if you've enjoyed yeah. this sort of, um, like, the shows we've been watching as well, you might actually like this as well. And it's just interesting to see how, I guess you could say, warm and caring the I competitive nature of Korean people is. how like engaged I was yeah. yeah, and how fast I got attached yeah, to yeah, some yeah. of these people. <laughs> like I was so in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So fast. It's, it's it's an elimination. The last episode <laughs> yeah. only just dropped. We haven't watched it yet. Um, mm. We will by the time this goes live, I think. Um, but yeah, it's, it's mm. if, if you want an interesting reality TV show and see like how 15 people are going to manage to drag a 1.5 ton boat, yeah, check it out. Yeah, we, we so were like good. literally sitting on the couch cheering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was so I invested. <laughs> I was so invested. Yeah, my parents Ugh. walked in and I was like, uh. <laughs> and they're like, what's this? Sounds exciting. I'm like, yeah, it is, but you wouldn't get it because you don't watch stuff for subtitles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, well, actually, no, they're not. It's they not that they're against it. They do sometimes. Mm. Um, I don't know. I just don't think it's their cup of tea. Uh, it wouldn't be. Mm. It's not silly enough. <laughs> It's pretty silly. <laughs> it's pretty, it's, I mean, it, yeah, I know, but it's it's not it's yeah. not it's not their type of silly. I don't think. Have you seen that um, Korean reality You're gonna show? Say single infernos or something? No, no, okay. no, no. <laughs> it is a dating one. Oh, is it? But everyone has a secret. Oh, it's um, like real love, love yeah, something or other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that show is the best. Is I love it? that I, show. I actually that. really so love funny. like the, the Korean like dating reality shows. Are uh, something else? There's always some sort of twist that makes it more interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. It's oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to show it to you. It's so yeah. funny. It's so funny. <laughs> now, if you've been watching something interesting uh, this uh, 
the past fortnight drop it in the comment section over on youtube or our socials um yeah there's a there's a lot out at the moment there is a lot it's a there's a lot season. coming out as well oh yeah um well actually we're going to be touching on the news because there's been so many new shows announced um mm. so we're going to touch on the ones that are a bit le- a little less known in that um but without further ado let's get ourselves stuck into doing the films Wi-Fi radio We'll be there on time. There's 20 minutes of ads. Cinema Club. Alrighty. Kaguya-sama, love is war. The first kiss that never ends. It was good. Yeah, it was, it really, was really good. good. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, it was good. I, th- I think it's, my yeah. enjoyment has been dulled by my obsession with cocaine bear, but... <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, you you were like frothing at the end of cocaine bear. <laughs> like, it wasn't the oh cocaine bear. <laughs> I was, look, I, I like was seriously, not... on the ride home, he oh, would not shut up about it. <laughs> he was just like, oh, it's just so good. It's just the best show ever. <laughs> so we saw Kaguya-sama Love is War, the first Kiss Never Ends film, probably a about a week and a half. Actually, would it have been a week ago? ago? A week I don't ago. know, man. Yeah. What is time it was last days? Days. It was, it, it was, <laughs> it, well, for us, it <laughs> like, was last honestly. Sunday. For you, it was last Saturday, yes. I think. So, yeah, about a week ago. Yeah. Um, and I promptly kind of got distracted by Cocaine Bear. And yeah. then I had to sit down today and go, okay, what, <laughs> what happened in that film? <laughs> we sat down and we're like, okay, so we have to talk about Kaguya. Okay, yeah, what'd you think? Uh, it was it was it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah it was good. <laughs> it was good. But that cocaine bear, like <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so it, it since then we've we've had time to, you know, sit down and think and go, okay, and think back on the film and go, actually, yeah, that was really funny. Yeah, that was mm. really good. Mm. So I think the the first thing that we do need to touch on is one, it's good. Yes. It's very good. It it's the perfect continuation of the story because it is canonical. It is the yes. next arc. And but I, also, mm-hmm. I feel like it's not. It is the next arc, but it's not as big. Like it's not as long mm. as a full arc. Oh, if God that no. makes sense. So like it's mm. kind of like a three point five before going into like the yeah. fourth season, mm. right? And I and, think they did a really good job of that mm, because they yeah. removed some of the other story yes. elements. Yeah. Which, but they kept all of their little. They did like extra side character like stuff as well, which was interesting. Mm. So like from the manga, this is probably about. This sort of story goes over about 20 chapters, Mm. but a good 10 of those are what's going on to Eno, what's happening um, with, uh, oh, my brain's died, the treasurer guy. I've forgotten his his name, the emo guy. Ishigami. Ishigami. (laughs) Ishigami. Um, They've got a whole story plot which they're involved in. Even, um, you know... There's other stuff going on mm, in the background. The pink hair, family. The Ishigami has a crush on. Yeah, oh, yes. oh, yes. yeah, yeah. Well. So that there's a whole story mm. arc there that needs to be resolved, mm. which is in the manga and was intertwined with this story. Yes. And they've separated yeah. it just to focus mm. on the two main characters. And they, they touched on it like a little bit. Like mm. they start touching on like a few different stories, but then um the other side character, I always forget her name, the one that has a boyfriend, she was oh. more oh. in yeah, the story in as one, well. Yeah. yeah. So I thought it was really interesting. We saw yeah. a lot more of her as well. Yeah. <laughs> My God, the 
foreshadowing <laughs> at the end so but nice. yeah because like i feel like this is more like a 3.5 yeah. right yeah. i feel like it's not going to have the same problem that mm. demon slayer mugen train had where it's True. an entire huge arc where a significant character that you see a lot of in the first season dies yeah and then you have to redo the entire arc as a separate season it like yeah. it's not going to have that same mm. problem, which no. was like a huge problem because you had to watch the movie, otherwise you wouldn't get anything else. Whereas no. I feel like if like with this film for Kaguya Sama and yeah. this series, like they don't have to touch on the exact same, they don't have to remake no. the exact same scene for mm. scene or anything like that. They can they will have some of the same like elements and stuff, oh, but yeah. like most of it they can tell in a different way because yeah. you're seeing more from other characters right so mm. i feel like they've done it in a good way that's integral to the story is a canonical film mm-hmm. but isn't something that has to be remade completely so it's a waste of time for yeah. fans so i find it um it it was exactly what you expected as yeah. well yeah. yeah and it hit exactly on par as all the characters should mm. behave mm. yes exactly than, like in slime i felt i was like uh, i really don't feel like this is you know so same actually in how they would act as well and, yeah you know it's not really part of the story mm. like yeah. Summer, yeah. everyone acted as they should. Yeah, and know, we got more got... in-depth internal monologue as yeah. well, which was good. So. They also, like, did not let up on the comedy. No, it was the, just... Uh, the I had comedy... a laughing fit for the first 10 minutes, I know, and I right? couldn't, like, freaking sit up. Like, sorry. Yeah. I couldn't, like, sit up or <laughs> anything. I was just laughing, and um, my partner just turns to me, and he's like, are, are you okay? <laughs> like... <laughs> no, I'm dying inside oh my God, from oh my happiness. God. <laughs> yeah, so we got lucky. We saw it at the cinema, and we... We had a really good group of people yeah, in the yeah, cinema, yeah. Um, which made me less self-conscious when I was just like cackling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's also that there was that one dude at the front who had that really unique laugh as well. Oh. And then you're just like, man, Mike cannot sound yeah. that bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it um, says the guy with the rather unique laugh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think... Um, like as you're saying, like when season four comes around, mm. and like make no mistake, the way they have lined this up and the way it ends, season four is coming. Yeah, mm. I think the first four episodes, three episodes of mm. season four, can tell um, mm. Ishigami and Ino's story that's occurring mm. at the same time, and they could probably take yeah. bits of that film yeah, and exactly. drop it in there. Just the the important, yeah. I, I'd say, four important scenes, mm. and put one in the beginning of episode one, one in episode two. And then two in episode three. Yep. And you would yeah. be, then yeah, you'd exactly. be like, I can use that. I understand yep. what's happened. If I wanted it in depth, I can see the film. Yeah, exactly. They've yeah. done exactly. a good job at setting yes. up lots of plot points. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I mean, we, we are nowhere near finished. Like, we've got yeah. at least another three seasons worth. Yeah. And it's it's Yay. still good, too. <laughs> it's, it's not like, you know, hey, they get together and that's the, the end of the story. Yeah. No, no. There is so much more going on. And well, that's yeah. And it's, yeah. it's like discussed in the film as well, which was really good, was the mm. fact that after they kiss for the first time what actually happens next like yeah. Yeah. usually it kind of like the story usually ends there but it's kind of like okay are we together now are we not together it was just one kiss right so then yeah. maybe we're not together because yeah. it's just one kiss but it was a kiss like are we together like mm. you know what happens next and they don't shy away from mm. the feelings that teenagers have surrounding this as well mm-hmm. like um does this lead to something else yeah. or like is this a little tame like i don't know which side that we're standing on and stuff and they explicitly love- state it as well yeah. like i just also love like the whole controversy around the type of kiss kaguya gave him yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that and was so like, great. But how oh. long after that type of kiss did the next thing occur? About four yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 40 seconds. That was so funny. Yeah, look, um, this is... Uh, look, we could have talked about this for Valentine's Day. It's kind of a little bit lewd in, yeah, in yeah, some of the content true. it's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the content. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the content. But it's, it's great. It was just good, consistent fun the whole way through. And I was yeah. really pleasantly surprised by that because we're... We're so used to, as we've seen um, mm. and as we've mentioned when we've done our previous reviews, there are a lot of films that are jumping on, well, series that are mm. jumping on the film cash grab wagon. Yes. And they're not putting out as good a story as they potentially could have. And mm. as we've stated with Slime, it's not a bad story, but yeah. it's full of plot holes if you look too yeah. closely. Whereas when you look at like Mugen Train, if mm. you look at Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, and if you look at... Uh, Kaguya-sama's film because they are grounded in the canon and need to work mm. within the greater story because mm, they're not yeah. essentially OVAs there is a lot more thought in the mm. process of how it's been produced I do find that like Kaguya-sama and uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero don't have the same issues that Mugen Train does fall yeah. with though because they've changed media format from a TV series to a film yeah. like this still works within that realm by enhancing the story yeah. but not necessarily being needed for yeah. like the next part of the story and they could they could even do what Demon Slayer did and mm. recut the film parts of it mm. like the core important parts Parts mm. and use that as part of the next yeah. season as well to provide the the context without mm. feeling like it's well what they did with Demon Slayer where they had to then stretch that over nine episodes yeah um, yeah you wouldn't need to do it yeah we when we were watching Kaguya I was like I feel like this is just another episode yeah it yeah. Like, like felt like, like even though it was episode. like an hour and a half it I, didn't feel like it was yeah. an hour and a half it just felt like I was watching an episode yeah. it I was think so it's fluid because it didn't have a huge climax like you know mm. how in most films it's like build mm. build build mm. build climax and then like yeah. resolution it just mm. kind of went up and down like yeah. it usually does yeah and i also think that's kind of the point of this film yeah, as well because it's all about the the ordinary kiss something. right yeah. so yeah. they made it feel like an ordinary episode they mm. made the climax something that was ordinary something simple right and because yeah. of the simple premise it worked so well mm. so yeah. Like out of the entire series, this is the only point where I could have seen them doing yeah. the film. Well, other other than the very final arc, mm. um, like I can see that very like. Have you finished the manga yet? Um, the very final arc. There's about thirteen to fourteen chapters there, which could yeah. work as a self-contained film. Um, mm. And then you could do like mm. all of the epilogue stuff that they've done in the manga as like the outshots as part mm. of the um, the credit sequence, basically. Mm. Um, I hope they don't. I'd rather see it as a full series and I then agree. have like yeah. OVAs as like the end mm. uh, of it. But um, th- this is the perfect point for them to put a film in. Yeah. It. So um, now, if you, I've just realized if you haven't seen Kaguya Summer Love is War, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. What, what's <laughs> wrong with you? Oh my God. Um, <laughs> so Kaguya Summer Love is War is. Um, my favourite topic, it's the uh, the story of Kaguya and the Moon. Um, the tale of the bamboo cutter, but reimagined. So, um, Student Council President Miyuki Shiragane and Vice President Kaguya Shinomiya appear to be the perfect couple, but both are too proud to confess their love and scheme to make the other confess their love first. Now, this first started airing in 2019. The manga, I think, started in about 2017-ish. Mm. Um, 2015, there we are. Um, that was when it started in Miracle Jump and then 2016 moved to 
it's a Shonen Jump, mm. uh, Weekly Young Jump. Um, and it finished recently in November. Now, the series is very much a rom-com, slice of life. Um, there, I'd say it's slice of life until the last two to three volumes mm. where it does get a bit more serious, but like... If I don't think to, it shies away from any serious doesn't. topics early on either. Oh, God, so no. yeah, um, I highly recommend as well if you've only seen the anime, read the manga mm. as well, because um, oh. the manga is e- there's even more story. That just, yeah, I want to say yeah. huge shout out to the English for translation though. Oh the yeah, English yeah, really dub good. Yeah. is Phenomenal. outstanding. Like it has no right being that mm. good. Yeah. They really nail every single joke. Mm. Yeah, and it, like surprisingly well. Yeah, like mm. oh, all yeah. things considered, like we've we've seen in particular with uh, the Funimation jobs around the yeah. time that this came out, there was a lot which were m- like very missed on translation, mm-hmm. um, especially if you remember the issues they had around, um, oh, Dragon Maid, oh, okay, where they, yeah. they changed some of the lines to be about the patriarchy and this stuff, and everyone's like. That's not in the original version, in the original translation. Yeah. So, yeah. Whereas this one is <laughs> so accurate and. Like, yeah, yeah the, oh. they have like a narrator that talks over the top, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I love that, the narrator just in general, though. It's such a good role. The voice <laughs> actor they have that plays the English Aww. narrator. Outstanding. Mm. That's good. That's he good. He has an incredible like, mm. comedic timing and intonation. Yeah. No, he, I think they had a lot of fun with it. Mm. Um, this is also a series which won so much. Um, uh, yeah. 10th New Type Anime Awards. It won every category. It was nominated in Best TV Anime, Best Male Character, Best Female Character, mm. Best Theme Song, Best Director, Best Screenplay, oh, Best Character so Design. Oh, um, Crunchy so Roll Awards. There won joke ending sequence the chica dance won oh, yeah. for the best ending sequence against everything that year in 2020 um it won best comedy best couple best uh as well um also won best girl for kaguya in the next mm. year um best comedy again for the next year like it is consistently at the top of the awards um both in english and in japan as well it's won plenty of awards for the, the manga so <coughs> highly can recommend checking it out um and uh I wouldn't say you can see the film without having seen the series. Like, you, oh, you I don't could, know. I think they give a fair amount of context in the beginning, and um, I know people that haven't seen the series that went I, and watched the film, and they said they completely understood what was happening because I of the context given in the beginning. You just yeah. as long as you know who the, the characters are, yeah. Yeah. it's fine. You just yeah. won't get any of the like side character bits yeah. as much. This is true. Um, or like yeah. some of the inside jokes. But for the most part, because the story is such a like a good story and just like a normalized thing that other people would have thought about as well, they can relate to the storylines that are told yeah, in the actually, film. Actually they did a few things there mm. where they explicitly mm. stated the background like an, yeah. an important storyline plot mm-hmm. yeah. prior mm. to moving on to that plot piece. Yes. So yeah. you know when Ishigami yeah. was talking about that pink haired girl yes. and they're like, Do you mean the girl that you have a crush on? Yes, exactly. And that's yeah. all they needed yeah. to do to catch everyone yeah. who like, hadn't oh, seen okay, the series yeah. up to this point. Yeah. This is true. This yeah. is true. Yeah. Like that that this is actually very valid. Like I think you would enjoy it more if you've seen the series. Yes. Yeah. But I also think if you haven't seen the series, it wouldn't necessarily be a bad way to, to be yeah. introduced to it. Yeah, I think they give enough context of the previous season in the beginning as well to what they're thinking internally. And mm. then the story about, you know, the emotional mm. side of the story about, 
you know, you show different faces to each other, different masks that you wear yeah. all the time. Are these, is one of these the real version or are they all technically the real version? This storyline is a story that like people can relate to, people yeah. have oh, seen yeah. before yeah. and it's it's just done very well. So Yeah. No, it's, I, I, I mean, okay, look, let's be honest. The three of us are probably the biggest proponents for Kikuya Lachana mm. Lovers War on the podcast other than Kenny and... I think it's no surprise to say that we all enjoyed it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I know Aaron hasn't watched it yet. Mm. I believe Kira Lee hasn't watched it yet. Um, the actual series. Mm. Um, hopefully, we can convince them to do so because I think they will enjoy it. It is really good. Yeah. It's one of the only series to beat out Full Metal Alchemist on my anime list at number one for mm. a fair while. And it's yeah. said to be like the most popular yeah. series in Japan. Yeah. yeah. Um, Other the, than Spy Family now. Yeah. <laughs> um, the film's on an 8.98 on my anime list, mm. which is... I couldn't find priceless. anything technically wrong with the film. Me either. Like when I when I watch... I, I'm very picky about my anime films that come out of an mm. anime series and I couldn't really find anything specific that I felt like could have been different than how Actually, it was yeah. already done. Yeah, like it was done in the right way for the series. So. Yeah, I'm a bit of a negative Nancy. Mm. So when I was watching Slime, I remember just <laughs> going, ugh, ugh, really? Yeah. Okay. But with this film, I didn't have any any of those thoughts yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's just a fun time. And we love Slime as well. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. like, it, it, it's, it's nothing like that. Mm. And mm. I, I can't say I love One Piece's anime, but I love the manga. Yeah, the, the manga is like really, really good. And then One Piece Red was... Um, yeah, not great. Not um, fantastic. It. <laughs> it, it definitely was not a film that was made for One Piece fans. That, that's, I think, the issue for I it. don't know anyway, who it was made for. <laughs> the critics. Honestly, that's the f- critics freaking love it. It's why it's rated so highly everywhere because uh. the critics love it. Um, but look, um, you can catch that in cinemas. Crunchyroll has been involved in the distribution. It's made by A1 Pictures, which are owned by Sony. Crunchyroll, also owned by Sony. So it will end up on Crunchyroll. Mm. This isn't going to be one of those things where it's like, where's it going to go? Mm. It, it's going to be on Crunchyroll. Mm. <laughs> well, actually, or maybe Funimation because they haven't... They they're now putting stuff back on Funimation because everything's a mess. So, um, you, was it you who was saying, Tifa, that the licensing issues, they didn't think it through by yeah, the Yeah, they of did it? not think through a lot of the licensing. Yeah. So, obviously, new series that haven't been licensed for Funimation will not be going on there. They'll just yeah. go on Crunchyroll. But a lot of the series is... Like, for example, I don't know, Attack on Titan isn't on there, but just as an example yeah. like that, you know, they already know that this they have that till the end. So yeah. they have a lot of series like that that they have till a certain point, which mm-hmm. is going to be like maybe five years for some of these series, especially yeah. with the delays that we've been having recently. Yeah. So they're just going to keep coming like to Funimation. it's going to be five years with Attack on Titan. Uh, well... Comes out I, I, next week. This week, technically. The second half out. of the final chapter before the final half of the last chapter. The kind of. first part of the third part of the <laughs> final part of the season. <laughs> also Which known, is a film, also, <laughs> technically. Also known as F3A. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we, we do need a... T- it, so, hang on. Is it now going to be a film? Is that confirmed? Well, it, well it's, a, it's technically an OVA episode, right? Because yeah. it's, it's an hour-long episode, and that's the first part. Mm. We don't know if the second yeah. part is also a one-hour special or if, or if it's going to be like episodes. Yeah, yeah, so we don't know that. Man. Nah. Just, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I've, I've read the manga. I, I just don't really care anymore. So a lot of people, when I like mentioned this as well, a lot of people were like, yeah, I could see them doing just like a one or two hour, like one 
one hour episode or two one hour episodes for the final part and that will be it instead mm. of doing actual episodes in a season like it was marketed as so. mm. Yeah. Oh god! Just like stop calling it freaking final season. Just call it part. They season already four. knew what they were doing. Why did they market it like well, this? I was gonna say like if this if they had if they did a full other season, hmm. um, which doesn't look like they're doing. But if they did a full mm. a full another twenty four episodes, there would now be more episodes in the final season yeah. than the entire rest of the season. Yeah, I mean they could have just they knew Serious. they were doing this like one hour special episode, right? And mm. that could potentially happen for part two as well Mm. they could have just said that they're ending this season with like two one hour specials yeah that's how it ends instead of being like the third part of the final season or whatever because then it's the final season and then it's the special it does look like like it is confirmed as it's two extra long episodes which so basically Mm. it's a film and they split it into two yeah the first will debut on march 3rd and then the second will debut another time later. So th- it is just two specials. It mm-hmm. is not part three. And mm-hmm. they shouldn't have called it that. Yeah, they shouldn't have. <sighs> or they could have just made it a movie, a TV movie. They should have just made it a TV movie. Anyway, um, we, we've, we've hammed on enough about that. The important thing is Kaguya-sama Love is War film. Definitely worth checking out. Um, if you haven't seen the series, I'd highly encourage you to watch it. It's one of the team's favourites um, for those who've watched it. And yeah, it's just it's just good fun. It's good entertaining fun. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to make you sad, which is always good. <laughs> I mean, well, maybe. If you, if Depends how depressed you are when you watch it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't watch it. What, what <laughs> brand of depressed you yeah, are. Don't watch yeah. it after a breakup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or if you're if you've had a breakup and you're feeling hopeful about your next adventure, if you will, this might be a good way to get you in a good mood. You for might it. still cry from laughter, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And with that, let's actually talk about the news. Kawaii Fire Radio. Tonight on Anime Communicate. Great story. Compelling and rich. Nothing brings ratings up like a little controversy. Well, as we've always done, let us start off with a bit of controversy. Crunchyroll has laid off approximately 85 employees globally, and that includes here in Australia. So the service laid off 85 employees last week through redundancies. According to one employee with knowledge about the recent terminations, the layoffs include employees in the US, Moldova, France, Germany, and Australia, and primarily affect the company's marketing and engineering sectors. Mm. The understanding is that these are not a cost-saving measure, but resolving the overlap between Crunchyroll and Funimation staff. Mm. Not necessarily the case here in Australia, and we'll get to that in a minute. So according to their job listing page, the company has 12 offices with locations in Culver City, California, San Francisco, Dallas, New York, Melbourne in Australia, Paris and Robai in France, Berlin, Tokyo, Chisinau in Moldova, Lucerne in Switzerland and London. Now, the, la- the staff were informed of the layoffs in an email on February 16th. So that were at the time of recording 10 days away uh, ago, 12 days once the episode goes live, uh, no, 11 days. Um, the, the email cites the <laughs> integration of... Yeah, maths are good. Are you getting this out tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, integration of the Funimation and Crunchyroll teams as the reason behind the termination. At an all-staff meeting on Tuesday, the leadership informed employees that those who are laid off will continue to receive benefits throughout their severance period and multiple sources cited that the decision was not cost savings but a matter of resolving overlap. So... Uh, 
According to one source, Crunchyroll has estimated to have about 1,400 full-time employees prior to the layoff. And uh, mm. yeah, this is part of the uh, overlap. And we knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Like, we knew there was going to be overlap between staff at Crunchyroll and Funimation, especially in communications, mm. um, because both of them did that. The question we have is Australia has only had one team. We've never mm. had two teams. So we've had... Um, Madman, which mm-hmm. was the original source of anime in Australia. They created mm-hmm. Anime Lab. That was then sold to Sony through Funimation and Funimation yep. took over. That was then turned into Funimation and then turned into Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. As far as we're aware, staff haven't changed during that. There haven't been new people brought in. Mm. But what we think's happened, and this is just a little so-and-so on the side, <laughs> is that the Crunchyroll Expo in Australia was a dumpster fire oh, and it was poorly coordinated and poorly uh, communicated. And I think they've went, well, this is an opportunity to start fresh now mm. that we've seen how things are being run here. We want to have a full overlook at the operations in each of these countries and decide how we're going to move forward with them. Which is a smart move considering. Yeah. I, I don't mean, know anything about the Crunchyroll Expo. Oh, like I heard <laughs> one was on. I went. Yeah. Oh, did you? I did. Th- this... Oh, is that what you were doing over there? That is what I was doing over there. <laughs> so it had a it, it was a bit of a dumpster fire. Shows on, that on, I don't pay attention to the chat anymore. Yeah, I know, <laughs> it's right? where I met the cast of Jujutsu so, Kaisen, <laughs> who are also going to be uh, doing a live panel at Hoshikon. Yes, which you and yeah. I are hosting. Oh, yes, which we can now talk about. It's locked in. It's been promoted. Yes. Um. So yeah, look. Um. The, the Crunchyroll Expo in Australia went very poorly. Um. Crunchyroll itself, uh, in mm. communications in Australia, impossible to get a hold of and impossible to get them to do anything with. Yeah. You also only get notified about events literally on the day which is not enough time well, for even when creators. you're at the event on the day and you're supposed to be doing interviews for people and they're like yeah we'll let you know on the day where you're going what on you're doing the and then you call them five times and they're like yeah yeah come call back again call back yeah. again oh my god yeah. so <laughs> as you can see there were clearly some issues um in the team and i think this was an opportunity for them to resolve it mm. move on staff who'd been there for a long time and bring in some people with fresh perspective on it whether that is people being brought over from international offices mm, yeah. um, or you know like i've got friends who work in Crunchyroll who are australian citizens and are living in the u.s mm. they might be given the opportunity to move to melbourne if they wanted um, yeah. to fill those roles um, there, there is a question about how this is going to be handled. Um, we'll probably hear more in the future months. But at mm. the moment, this also ties in with the larger Crunchyroll Expo being put on ice temporarily yes, as well. Yeah. So Crunchyroll Expo US, they're going to excuse me, put on ice um, for at least this year yeah. to make sure they have a presence at all the other expos. That's an issue here because mm. Crunchyroll and anime lab ever since sony has been in charge and since the madman anime expo ended mm. they have never left melbourne mm, yes they've only done events in melbourne and there are viewerships everywhere else in the country and mm. they should be attending coming to hoshicon for instance going mm. to pixel expo going to, uh, i think they might have gone to smash in sydney because it was close enough but they no. didn't go to brisbane supernova or anything like that these are locations Crunchyroll needs to be to improve yeah. their visibility and they're not going. Yeah, when I heard about the Crunchyroll Expo, I was like, who cares? It's on the <laughs> other side of the country. Because, yeah, yeah, there's let me, no... Let me tell you, those lines for Crunchyroll Expo was insane because they oversold considering they didn't count the weekend tickets and the day tickets together. Yep. Oh so they God. sold So people twice. couldn't such come a, in. It's such a basic, dumb 
And I was already scared I wasn't going to be able to get in and I had a media pass yeah. and they didn't send me my media pass like they of said course. they would. They didn't send me anything well, other yeah. than a confirmation saying, yeah, you'll have a media pass. But they didn't say if I, I would got. get two of them, which I applied for, yeah. or like what the situation was, yeah. where to go, what to do, nothing. So I got there at 8 a.m. The con starts at like 10 or 11 and I got there really early to make sure mm-hmm. I'd be allowed in because I flew all the way over there. I was yeah, like, true. Yeah. I'm getting in. To this See, con. <laughs> if, from memory, both you and I mm. um, were given media passes. Yes, yeah. And it was the point where I was like, I can't get over there in the time mm. I've allotted. Um, you were already going anyway. Yes, yeah. So I said, well, look, if you need to, mm. Heath can pretend to be me. We actually <laughs> had, we had another friend come with us as well. Yeah. And we we gave her your pass. Oh, she paid excellent. she paid for her own pass, which she got a refund for, for because of the whole fiasco because she yeah. never scanned it to get in because ah. she had the media pass, right? Nice. And that was because we were already going in and she didn't want to wait outside. And we were like, yeah. oh, we'll, we'll see what we can do. I mean, we well, need an extra person. Media. Well, yeah, because so. I was going to, they, they had a lot of panel crossovers. So I had to go film one and then rush over to the other. So then I had two cameras set up at two different areas. So I had Mm. to have extra people there as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm. Hello, big yawn from the little man. Uh, Liger has been sitting on the podcast desk the entire time Mm. we've been doing this. He's surprisingly quiet. Surprisingly quiet considering he's been meant to be fed in 15 minutes. Um, But I think that might have ended seeing as he's now (laughs) wandering over towards my lap. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, little man. Um, So look, Crunchyroll, hopefully um, over the next 12 months, we'll see them kind of redefine what they're going to do and how they're going to do their outreach and so Mm. on. And uh, from there, we'll we'll figure it out. Now, we do have to go from that to some sad news. Um, and this is because one of the legendary manga cars has passed away. Leiji Matsumoto, he's passed away at 85 from a heart failure. Now, you mightn't recognize the name, but you will recognize his work because he was the artist behind Space Battleship Yamato, Galaxy Express Triple Nine, uh, Quadruple Nine, uh, Space Pirate Captain Harlock, and the big one, which I think many of us from our generations mm. will have known, he did all of the animated music videos for Daft Punk's Discovery album, which was Interstellar Five 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 Five. That's the blue people dancing and playing music in all of Daft Punk's um, songs from the Discovery album. It that, was a that huge was one thing. of the first things mm. that actually got me into anime. Same. I remember seeing that on. Like, you know, Rage in the Morning, which is a music show that we have Mm. here. And just being absolutely enamoured. I think it is, but it's not what it used to be. Rage is still there, but it's it's not not what it used Um, to be. We used to have video hits on 10. That's actually completely gone online. Mm. Um, And they actually have a YouTube channel. Yeah, I know. Strange. No one knows, so no one goes to it. Um, (laughs) Fair point. So, look, this Matsumoto has been around for a very long time. He was born in 1938 in Fukuoka Prefecture. He started as a manga car in 1953 with Honeybee's Adventure, and that was while he was still in high school. And then he moved into Tokyo and became popular in the 50s as a shoujo manga creator under a pen name and then adopted his famous, most well-known pen name, which is Leiji Latsumoto. Now, he's actually, his real name, his born name was Akira. So, Akira yeah. Matsumoto. Um, he... It's a real shame because he's actually been recently given tons of awards because yeah. of all his work's been done. So 2001, he was awarded with the Purple Ribbon Honor. 2010, the Order of the Sacred Treasure, Golden Rays and Rosette. And 2012, the Chevalier de l'Ordre des Arts et des Lettres, Knights of Order of Arts and Letters from the French government. Um, 
and he was in uh, Italy in 2019 when he actually was hospitalized in Turin mm. um, and had a heart murmur then and he stabilized and then you know unfortunately it's um, that that's obviously looks to have been like the the start of the decline for mm. him so the family announced it um, he passed away on February 13th but they didn't announce it until the 20th to the public which is as we know, very common with Japanese, you do your your internal mm. grieving first, and then you make a public announcement after that's been done. So they, uh, his immediate family, held a service with the manga creator wife, which is Miyako Maki, um, who was in charge. So yeah, it's it's a shame he was eighty five, but he's left us some absolutely phenomenal stuff, mm. and I don't think his legacy will be short. I think his impact on a lot of the current manga creators, especially those working in the sci fi space, is going to last for a very long time. Mm. So, yeah, we will have to do... Actually, maybe that's what we should do next episode. Galaxy 555. Uh, well, Galaxy 555. Galaxy <laughs> Express 999, which is... Mm. Pl- uh, what is it? Trains in space. And uh, Captain Harlock. So, let, actually, yeah. 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 We, we were going to do like a really dodgy... Um, <laughs> No, that actually sounds wrong. We were, we were going to do a rather... Um, we just weren't sure what we were going to do. So so we were thinking... Yeah. Promise Never Live. Promise Never Promise Land the live, live action. Yeah. But that's another film and that'll be three weeks in a row of films. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, true. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let, let's have a look back on Matsumoto's uh, legacy after for next week. I think that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Um, right. Now, going on from here, there are a lot of new anime announcements that have been made and oh, lots yeah. of sequels as well. So we're going to kind of um, run through through them very briefly. Um, firstly, a new anime called I Shall Survive Using Potions, which is a light novel series. <laughs> I know, bunny. Yeah, I, I agree. I do no. potion. Is getting a uh, TV anime adaptation, which pre- premiere this year. The series focuses on one day, the supervisor in charge of watching over Earth was taking care of a distortion <laughs> when they made a mistake that caused Kaoru Nagasu to lose her physical body. Not only that, but reincarnating her into a different, <laughs> less culturally advanced world is the only thing they can offer her. So not only does one to take this turn of events sitting down, Kaoru dem- makes demands. The power to create potions at any time as she please with whatever effect she wants them to have. And it doesn't stop there. She also wants a magical item box, the ability to understand and speak every language, and the same body she had back when she was a 15-year-old girl. Using her <laughs> newfound powers, Kaoru has to try and make 15. a stable life for herself in a whole new world. It is Shonen, which is why 15, because that is the starting age bracket of the show. Yeah, I know, but like, I wouldn't want my 15-year-old body. Oh, God, no, actually. God, nah. no. Nah, oh, gross. Actually, not. Not, 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 not you, me. me. Like... <laughs> Yeah, actually. Also, no, because I'm old, so that'd be creepy. Um, <laughs> um, okay, Kyle. <laughs> gone those, down a weird route. <laughs> those demands are, like, so OP. I know. Yeah, He's yeah. like, oh, I just want uh, <laughs> everything. I yeah, just want yeah. everything. Of course. Um, there is another one, which is um, Yu Morikawa's Mr. Villain's Day Off manga is getting Mr. a TV Villain's anime. Mr. Villain's Day Off. It actually, I think you'll we like it. The, the main character is pretty sexy. So cute. Oh, 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 An evil organization from another planet is trying to take over Earth. An extraterrestrial from the organization named the General tirelessly fights against Earth's defenders every single day in a battle of life and death. <laughs> However, today is his day off, and he goes to the zoo. Oh, cute! And he films pandas. It's, it, it, it looks really cute. It kind of reminds me of um, the 
what was the one we were watching that Aaron loved and has done really well? It's like the Power Rangers and the... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Love, Love After World Domination. Yeah, yeah uh, like that. Yeah. So that looks really good as well. Um, now, I on... think it reminds me of um, part-time. Devil is a part-timer? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know how he goes like into full devil sexy mode at some point? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, also, sequels. We have finally confirmed Birdie Wing's second season, which was... Oh, yeah. We were, did, mm. were told it was coming. April 7 premiere, kind of around the period we thought, Crunchyroll is streaming it. So that's that's another follow-on. Um, we will be doing a video around that to do with mini golf. I just haven't had the time to do that. Um, <laughs> so I won't be here for that one because I hate golf. <laughs> no, that's fine. You don't need to golf. <laughs> um, that time I got reincarnated as a slime is getting a three-episode OVA special. Um, for the 10th anniversary of the manga, and that's mm. going to be this year. And then next year, Spring 2024, Season 3 has been confirmed, and um, that was these both were announced as the grand finale screening mm. of the film. Um, so that time I got reincarnated as a signed Scarlet Bond, and um, that's uh, going to be airing in Spring of 2024. Mm. So that would be April next year. Like, I'm looking mm. forward to the new season, but that film actually made me not look forward to the OVAs. I know, right? Yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. So th- there's, there's that as well. Um, so look, there's a lot coming out in April. <laughs> so mm-hmm. keep your eyes open. There's even more um, that we could have touched on, but like... Oh, here's a good one mm. that I think we should mention. Oh, yeah. Is um, from the Kaguya Summer author. Oh, yes. Uh, that's coming out in April is Oshin no Ko, which is a very fun story about <laughs> an idol who is pregnant but is hiding the pregnancy from the rest of the world. She goes and finds a doctor, doctor, yeah, a family doctor to help deliver her babies, which, spoiler alert, ends up being twins. And um, this family doctor dies and is reincarnated he- in one of the babies. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful, though. It's very pretty. It's the same Kaguya Summer author. That's messed up. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I can't wait. (laughs) 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 That piece is sitting on my to read list as well. I already have the manga as well. I bought it. One of the babies is. Yeah, because they're twins, and then the other one has no idea that's an actual baby. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, it, but it looks beautiful, and 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 the theme song is by uh, your your Sorby, who is like really really popular, mm-hmm. and did I think Beastars opening? Oh, oh, the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so she'll be doing the the opening for this. Yeah, actually, I think the article I've got open for her for it does say which is where the most that's where the most hype has come from was this. The, the like singer has become like just a hit sensation yeah. especially on like tiktok and things like that everybody uses their songs for everything and she is very popular for depressing songs with an upbeat tune so <laughs> happy days yeah <laughs> See, it's interesting because akasaka teamed up so akasaka yeah. was the writer yes. for kuguya summer love is war now he said that following it is a, is akasaka a he or a she? they they, they <laughs> said that uh, he f- he, following Kaguya Summer Love is War, they will not be drawing anime yes. anymore. Yeah. Uh, sorry, manga. Mm. But they are writing the story. Mm. The artist is Yoko Yari, who did all of Scum's Wish. 
Yeah. So the art style is stunning. It's, it's so it looks beautiful. beautiful. It's like, so beautiful. It's just. I'm sorry. I just. I just. I'm very intrigued by this plot line because I have no idea where they're going to go because this only started being published in English this year. Yep. Yep. And it already has an anime set for it when the anim- the Why? manga only started like a year or two ago as mm-hmm. well. Like, Why? I, I think... Actually, no, no. I think I think the manga's been around for a little longer than we... we it says... Set on. I thought it was like 2019. It says 2020. 2020. April 2020. April 2020. Like, you know what's worse? I would have understood... Mm. More. And there's only ten if volumes. The mum and the doctor had died, and they both mm. were in reincarnated as that the would twins. have been actually quite that interesting. Would have been really cute, yeah. Like I would have understood but, that plot more. Yeah, yeah. It would be interesting to see one, how understand. this is gonna work and where mm. it goes. I think, and it's just like really beautiful. But the fact that it is an idle story, but it's not an mm. idle story, is quite interesting. Well, what's also interesting is they've listed the additional cast members. Oh, have they? Yeah, and it looks like the kids as teens. That's really mm. odd because everything I've seen of the kids, they're yeah. babies. Yeah, and then when you scroll up and you look at the picture, the eye glow <laughs> matches. Yeah. Well, yeah, because she's got stars in both of her she, eyes. And they've only got them in one And they've each. got in one. And, they've oh, got, and then really she's cool, got purple though. eyes and then they've got blue and red. Yeah. And the fact that they... It's very ha- anime. Oh, I know, but the, the fact <laughs> that there's a direct line They have it split as like Aqua and then like Aqua Teen. So they have the names ah. and then their names as Teen. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Ah. <laughs> uh, is that where we're going here? Um, so they have I a also- child, a baby and a teen version, apparently. Mm. Interesting. This is weird. I've just this has just popped up Anime News Network in their review thing in the side. They've just reviewed a light a manga series called I Want to Be a Wall. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, aromantic asex Yuriko is an aromantic asexual and her gay husband Gakuroto <laughs> continues to feel their way around in their platonic marriage. That's very Japanese when you think about it. Interesting. I think it's secret Japanese. Yeah. It's it's very um, 1950s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Well, I mean, look, Japan's kind of still in that stage. So, <laughs> sorry to say it, but yeah. But yeah, I just thought that one was worth mentioning since we are talking about Kaguya. Something. I was going to say actually, I'm glad you did mention mm. it because it is on my watch list, mm. like, and my read list as well. So that that's that's definitely something we need to look into. Um, cool. All right. Well, that is what we've. Uh, picked from the news the past fortnight there is a lot more and as always oh, yeah. we, we recommend checking out anime news network um mm. to get all the headlines they're probably one of the few sources which we regularly trust mm. um because they consistently for over a decade have been delivering accurate source mm. news for the industry um so if you want to get something and you're not sure if it's true such as, you know, Miyazaki coming out of retirement, which it happened a decade ago <laughs> and hasn't changed since, um, you can go find out and confirm it there. There are good fact-checking sites as well. Um, and with that, it's time to wrap up. Kawaii Fire Radio. That's right. Using the Yu-Gi-Oh! sting and it's yeah. just causing Emma pain. <laughs> oh my god, my childhood. <laughs> so that is where we're going to leave things for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. As we decided this episode, next time we're going to talk about Leiji Matsumoto. 
Um, and we're going to have a look at his work. Galaxy Express, um, Captain Harlock, Interstellar 555, which we, we have touched on Interstellar 5555 in the past when we did music anime. But I think that was like episode five of the podcast. I've watched it so many times. This is episode 97. So Ooh. it's been a while. Oh, what are you going to do for the big hundo? Oh, that's a... Secrets. That's a secret. But I can let you know for the big 100th episode, we are going to be on the same week live at HoshiCon as mm. the hosts for the entire Woo! weekend as part of our 100th episode celebration. And we will be introducing the denizens of Perth, the anime fans, the manga lovers, to several international acts that we have mm. gotten ourselves in contact with. It's been up to me and Tifa to try and... Because I'm part of the Hoshi team and I handle the panels, I'm like, I'm getting us some good ones. So we've used oh, yeah. our contacts to get mm. voice actors on to the convention. Um, and uh, thank you very much for that hookup. That's Tifa, all good. With the Jiu-Jitsu Kaizen team. <laughs> um, I'm currently talking with... I've got two more people to lock in for the Neon Genesis panel, which mm. isn't officially announced, so <laughs> keep that on the down low. Um, and we've also got um, the wonderful Alex Cazares, who is Rebecca from Cyberpunk. Um, joining us for it. Plus many other things. Highly recommend if you are in Perth or Western mm. Australia and would like to come. Actually, even if you're in Melbourne and Sydney or Brizzy or Adelaide, come over to HoshiCon. Mm. It's going to yeah. be the Perth Convention Centre. It's our third year. It's our biggest event It's a good rock. Mm. And it's, there's going to be a lot to do. There are going to be board games to play. Yeah. There is going to be a Smash Brothers competition, I oh, believe. Oh, yeah. Maybe a Mario Kart comp as mm. well. Um, there's a lot going on. And, and you know, we're all going to be there. We so, are. You know. <laughs> on the stage, um, we, will get to, mm. we will get to actually have some downtime when uh, the cosplay competitions are on. Oh, oh yeah. and that's that's something to mention. So we've got two cosplay parades, one each day, mm-hmm. and we've got the Hoshi Cosplay Comp, yes. which is just a normal competition. Mm. And then we've got the Hoshi Cosplay Championship. Mm, yeah, This is a big deal. This includes flights to Sydney for Smash, the mm. Sydney Manama... Anime, <laughs> ma- manga, and anime yeah. convention. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the SH is in Smash. SH. So Sydney manga and anime showcase. I don't know. I don't know. Superhero House. convention. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll do. I'm sorry, Smash. I, I should yeah. probably know probably that. Probably should have googled that beforehand. But I whatever. should have. Yeah, should have mentioned. Maybe. Yeah. maybe. Um, Highly can recommend uh, Smash as well if you're yes. in Melbourne and Sydney. It is a so incredibly good, good time, so um, good. and uh, we're we're starting to partner with them and do, do a couple of things. Mm. Obviously, because it's new, we're only starting light, but there there are friends. A pretty good and, prize though. Yeah, and we're also Hoshicon is quietly organising a s- official Smash after party in Sydney. Ooh. So that's going to huh? be a whole thing. Yeah. Hoshi, Ooh. Hoshi after dark Smash. Smash! Yeah, smash! <laughs> I don't know what the theme is. I need to talk to my boss. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to do all the uh, CG and... Uh, not CG, animations and artwork and all that for him. Um, but yeah, it's going to be... Does that mean we're going to smash? <laughs> I'm going to go, yay, friends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay, um, fine. Yeah, fine. <laughs> um, but we, um, we might, we might, we'll see. Um, I haven't quite decided yet. If, to be honest, if we could go over and do a panel, that'd be pretty sick. But I don't know if we're big enough no. to do a panel. No. Smash. No. So, 
<laughs> Emma's just like, no, I'm not keen. <laughs> nah. Nah. All right. Well, look, um, I do believe I'm a little bit behind on Patreon content. So there will be two videos this week. Not videos, two audio snippets for the uh, last week's pre-show and this week's pre-show, which will go out. Um, and uh, once that's all done and dusted, you'll be able to listen to an extra, I think it ends up being about an extra hour of content there. Um, so I'll get that sorted in the next week. It's just been... <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's been any night in the past two weeks where I haven't worked extra. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. So if you want to hear more of this garbage, go and sign up to our Patreon account. <laughs> get, get yourself, for $1, get yourself that premium garbage. Yeah. Um, quality garbage. It is quality garbage. We talked about Cocaine Bear, mm. um, unsurprisingly. Yes. yes. Um, Cult of the Lamb. Cult of the oh, Lamb. Yes. Uh, GTA. Just in passing. Shamed um, you for playing GTA. Shamed yes, you for playing GTA. yes. Yeah, as yeah. it should be. No, 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 you shame people for playing GTA online and going around and griefing people. Um, yeah, they, they broke actually broke the online system because they introduced a flying bike with rocket launchers, and then all the griefers like spent actual real money to get the bike, and then just go around griefing people. And that's no. what they do. So it's, Fabulous. it's not actually. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, it's it's. It's, it's very, the world. It's we, very, we very sure GTA. live in a world. Yeah, we we live in a world. Live in a society. <laughs> yep. So, look, if you have heard what you like and you're over on YouTube or are new on the uh, podcast, uh, hit that subscribe button. Join us for future episodes. Um, and we are on every everywhere you get your podcast for the most part. If we're missing from a platform, let us know and we'll get ourselves on it. That's one thing we like to do. Um, as we mentioned, if you'd like to support the channel, Patreon, episode extras, outtakes, goofy stuff, personal updates, including the house build. Um, if you can't afford to support us for a dollar a month, it would be greatly appreciated. And if also, uh, socials. We're not posting them as much as usual because we've just been hectic, but we do post breaking anime news and videos and other bits and pieces there. Um, yeah, I think I've covered everything. Yeah. I think we yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. Well, and with that, you've been listening to Kawhi Fi Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, watch, watch some anime. anime! My watch some anime was very lackluster. Oh.